go today about attitude. Look at that one little happy sucker. He's alone, ain't he? Look at him, all them frowny faces up there. But there's that little happy sucker. Amen. Don't you want to be him? Attitude. Let's talk about it today. Battlefield or playground? Attitude. Attitude's nothing to play with. It's Satan's battlefield. Let's keep moving. Webster's Dictionary says about attitude. Here's what the dictionary, open it up, you'll see it says, on attitude, my opinion, my feelings, or my posture. That's what attitude is. My opinion, my feelings, or my posture. Attitude is the devil's battlefield. It is. You have a bad attitude. I'm going to tell you something right now. You start going south in your attitude, you're going to go south. Y'all hear me? You have a bad attitude at work, you think things are going to get better. I got a bad attitude today at work. It's just going to get good. It ain't. It's going to get worse. Amen? Oh, you're having a bad attitude in the family with your wife. Just a bad attitude toward the lady right there. Mm -hmm. Well, there probably won't be no loving tonight. I'm just saying to you. Excuse me. It just goes south. Is that true? Yes or no? Attitude. Attitude is the devil's battlefield. Friendships. Wrong attitude. But ourself. We get the wrong attitude about ourself. We, we don't see reality as it really is many times. And attitude can just go in the toilet. Amen. Let's talk about it. It's the devil's battlefield. But unfortunately, we often treat it like a playground. Nah, doesn't matter. I can just go anywhere with my attitude. And nah, whatever. I'm free. I can think what I want to think. I can be what I want to be. You know, I can be ticked off. I can express myself. Whatever. Satan loves you to do that. Okay? So attitude is the devil's battlefield, but unfortunately we often treat it like a playground. Who said that? I did. Okay? I tell you, I'm going to be famous one day. You'll see all these quotes one day. I knew him. Anyway. We've heard it said, say it with me, attitude is what? One more time, loud. Attitude is what? It really is. Attitude is everything. You can take a ball team who doesn't have the best talent coach, and you can get guys that have a winning attitude, and they can get out, they get out there and pull the upset, can't they? It's amazing. Attitude. That's what we're talking about today. Let's keep looking. How, then, are we supposed to serve how are we supposed to serve as believers in Christ? What is our attitude to be? And I just want to walk through the Bible with you. We're going to look at, I think, uh, just one major passage, then we'll be getting some, some backup help from Philippians. So how are we supposed to serve? Let's go to the Scriptures, to 1 Peter chapter 5. Let's look this morning. Stay with me. Don't go sleep on me. Here we go. That'd be a bad attitude if you did that. Stop it. And now I'll get a bad attitude when I look at you. Here we go. The elders which are among you... Peter writing, I exhort, who am also an elder, and I'm a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and I'm a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly. So number one, we're not to serve how? Grudgingly, but willingly. Not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. So we're not to serve. We're not to have an attitude of like, well, you know, I'm doing it, but I'm just made to do it. Y'all hear me, yes or no? 
or I'm serving, or I'm giving on a Sunday morning. I'm giving, but I don't want to give. Then keep it. Makes it a little harder on us sometimes, but we're trusting God. God's going to bring somebody in that's going to want to give cheerfully. Amen. Or he's going to deal with your heart and my heart when we have that attitude. Amen. Okay. Or when we're serving or whatever it is, not grudgingly. Also, we're not to be people or servers in the church that are out for it for greed. We're not to serve. We're not to have that attitude of greed. Yes or no? Yes or no? Whether it's in the church or it's at home, we're not to be greedy people. That is not a good attitude. Yes or no? Greedy or thankful? Say. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay? Doesn't mean you don't work hard. I gave a whole message this morning. Half the message was on working hard, being a hard worker. And so we want to work hard. Talking about attitude. So feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint or grudgingly, but willingly. So we serve how? Willing. That's to be our attitude. You ever ask somebody to do something to give you an attitude? Say. We did that as parents, didn't we? We see our kids give us an attitude. My mama would do it this way. My mom would say, hey, Gary, take out the trash. She didn't like, please take out the trash. It was take out the trash. Okay? And then I wouldn't do it, or I'd give, wait to get around to it. Or she saw I had a little bit of attitude, giving her a little attitude. There's my mama grabbing that can. She'd, she'd rather do it herself than see me with some stinking attitude. You hear me say? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay? So, we're to serve willingly. This is to be our attitude. Y'all hearing me? Come on. We're talking about, this is where Satan gets in. If he can get us to do something grudging or get us to be more concerned about greed and stuff and things, this is Satan's battlefield. Or serving without that willing spirit. Amen. Say, okay, this is where Satan, we're talking about how do I stand and fight? How do I fight Satan? This is how he attacks our attitude. Not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. So we serve not grudgingly, not greedily. We serve willingly. We serve what? We serve readily. Readily. Being ready to serve. Here's an interesting one. What's our attitude to be? Neither as being what? Say that out loud. Neither as being what? Lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. What should our attitude to be? We serve not intimidatingly. I'm not to lord over you as a pastor. Do you understand that? I'm one of you. I'm like you. What's the difference between me and you? (laughs) Well, I'm the pastor of the church. But as far as any other difference, they ain't none. I'm like you. You're like me. Probably any struggle you're going through, I've gone through it. I'm going to be going through it. I ain't there yet. Amen? No difference. I'm like you. I'm not to lord over you. Who's the Lord? Somebody tell me. What's his name? Jesus. You see this here. You see it in the book of Revelation. He can't stand it when we're lords over people because he's the Lord. Amen? Satan wants us to think we God. Or not that we're God, but we're just a big shot. Amen? Say. Say big shot. That's not God's plan. That's a bad attitude. Y'all like it when somebody acts like a big shot with you? Say. You want to punch him in the face. I was in South Car- I was in North Carolina the other day. North Carolina the other day. I was at a Hardee's. I love this. I was at a Hardee's. I love these Hardee's, man. One right near where I was at, uh, where I go up there and piddle and my family and stuff's up there. And uh, a lot of blacks, whites, 
Uh, Mexicans all work there. Beautiful. Latinos, whatever. So they're working there. Beautiful. Big mix. But these are country people. They talk like me, all of them. I love it. Thought he died and went to heaven for a little bit. But anyway, I'm sitting there, and one, one big black lady, she's a manager. You remember, don't you, Kim? She's coming through. She's a big woman. And something ain't going right in the kitchen back yonder. And I'm sitting there at the table. This is what I live for moments like this. This lady comes through. She's having to grab something that somebody else is supposed to have done. Got. And she's got that stuff, and she's walking through the, through the dining room with it. And she said, she said, I'm about to go old school on her. I'm going to punch her in the throat. This is the manager talking. I said, I love this, Hardys. I love this. This is beautiful. She's going to go old school. She done, got, she done got her little attitude going on that. Whatever happened back there, she was ticked off. Amen? Come on. Don't know what it has to do with the message, but anyway. Punching in the throat's not the right thing. <laughs> Don't do it intimidatingly. Satan wants to intimidate. He wants us to intimidate people by our service for Christ, that we're better. Look at me. Look at how I dress. Look at my hair. I have this Bible. Oh, I've done this. I've done that. It doesn't work. It's a devil's lie. We'll put people on a pedestal, but at the end of the day, that's not what God's plan is. We're to serve one another. That's our attitude, not to be intimidating, intimidating to others. We're to be examples to the flock. And so my word is, instead of intimidatingly, we're to serve how? Livingly. I don't even know if that's the right word in the dictionary. I don't care. You got the point. We serve livingly by our example, living out our life before other people. Satan wants us to be something else. He wants that to be our attitude. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades not away. Likewise, you younger, look at this word. This is all about attitude this morning. Submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. What should our attitude be? We're to be subject one to another. That's our attitude. We serve one another. This works at home. This works at the job. This works in the church. This works on the ball field. Whatever. We're there to serve one another. How? Submissively. This is our attitude. Okay? We're to be clothed with humility. We're to serve how? Attitude. Somebody talk to me. We're to serve how? Humbly. Sorry this is this too much old school Bible, but it's just the way it is. Amen? Come on. This is our attitude. We have an adversary, the devil. You might say, Clark, what's got, what's got this got to do with the devil? You're going to see one of the biggest devil verses is coming up in just a bit. Didn't start off in verse 1. The devil verse is coming up down here where he's going to eat your lunch. This is how our, this should be my attitude, what we talked about today, because we have an adversary who's going about wants to devour us. This should be my attitude. This was Jesus' attitude, guys. What was it? Jesus' attitude. Everything we put on the screen. Do you think Jesus came here grudgingly? Yes or no? To lay down our, his life. You remember the garden? Guys, can you, can you watch with me for an hour? They slept on him, remember? And what did he say in the garden? Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. But not my what? Will, but yours what? Be done. And forced to come here. Jesus loves you. Get a picture of him like this. Let this mind, the mind in Christ, which was in 
the mind, this, this mind, Jesus' mind, be in you, the mind that was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But he made himself of no what? Reputation. He took upon him the form of a what? Servant. This was his attitude. This was his position. He was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he what? Humbled himself. And he became what? Obedient. I mean, some of we get a bad attitude. We're not going to obey. I'm not going to do that. I mean, something is right we're not going to do. What's wrong with us? Bad attitude. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. This was Jesus' attitude. Keep looking. That verse where he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Jesus is equal with God. We believe in God the Father and God the Holy Spirit and God the Son. We believe in the three in one. But Jesus came to this earth not grasping for power. He laid down his power. He laid down his life so that he could come for us. That's his attitude. Amen? He didn't grasp for power, but so often we do. Are y'all listening or not? Am I driving you up the wall? We're talking about attitude today. This is something Satan will get. What did Satan try to do with Jesus in the temptation? Isn't that what he did? Tried to get his attitude messed up. This over here and this over here. And finally took him to the pinnacle. You can have all of this. He couldn't mess with his attitude, could he? Okay? You live by the word of God. And don't tempt the Lord. He kept that good attitude for you and me. That's what we need to be doing. He didn't desire reputation. Satan wants us to desire reputation. I love you as a church. I'm proud of you. I love being holding my head up high, and I have for many, many years held my head straight up high in this town. Not arrogant and full of myself, but I'm, I'm glad to be a Christian, and I'm glad to be part of you. But one thing I've never done, being the pastor of fellowship doesn't make me some special human being better than somebody else. It's not something I've grasped for. I'm not trying to brag on me. I'm just trying to tell you my heart. You're the pastor of Fellowship Church. I don't even feel like the pastor of Fellowship Church. You know, this is not a kingdom for me. Fellowship Church is my little kingdom. (sighs) Are you kidding me? This is a job. Amen. Say, and we're to work for the Lord for the night's coming when no man can work. Amen. Come on. But you can see that. I don't want somebody to kiss my ring or kiss my foot. Amen. Say. Y'all hear me today, yes or no? Jesus didn't desire a reputation. I want to be a good man. I desire that. I want to be a good husband. I desire that. But to have some kind of reputation that I'm a somebody, don't need that. I'd rather be known as a servant. Amen, yes or no? Come on. Just talking today, attitude. This isn't something I'm immune to, guys. I have to, I, I have to work on my attitude all the time. So let's look at it. Say this with me. I will say it with me. I will. Go ahead. I will. We're talking about attitude. I will be. Amen. That's what Jesus was. He served others, and he served all the way to the end. He served all the way to the end, even the death of the cross. That's what Jesus did, and that should be our attitude. Now, let's keep moving, Raj. We're talking about attitude today and the battlefield. It's either a battlefield or it's going to be a playground. You can play with this and, man, whatever. You're just opening yourself up to the devil. And you're going to see it here in just a second. It's been said about attitude. Let's say some stuff here. 
It's been said about attitude. It's more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we, we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we, we will embrace for that day. We have a choice. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way toward us sometimes. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is to play the one string we have. And that's our attitude. Attitude's important. Amen? Come on. Life is 10% what happens to me. And it's 90% of how I react to what happened to me. Attitude. This is Satan's battlefield. It's not a playground. It's important how you think and how you guard your mind and your thoughts. I love this scripture. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are... Say it with me. Would you start with me? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Paul says, those things which you both learned and received and heard and even seen in me, do them. And the God of peace is going to be with you as Satan's trying to eat your lunch and get you to go down the wrong path. You're going to make it. Amen? Not that I speak in respect of one, for I've learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I've learned, Paul says, no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to have a good attitude. Say, I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm going to have a... We can do that. And we, we're, we marvel sometimes at people going through cancer or through the breakup of a family, and we see how resilient they are. We see how faithful they are. We see how strong they are. And we just marvel. But that's the way we all can be. We can all have a good attitude. We all have that are naming Christ. We have the Holy Spirit, the living God. We have the Word of God. Amen? And we've got the people of God. We can do anything. We can keep a good attitude. That's what Paul did. Paul said, I know how to be abased. I know how to not have nothing. I know how to abound. Either way, I can have me a good attitude. If I ain't got jack nothing, or if I got a lot. Amen? Say. Everywhere in all things, I'm instructed to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And then this incredible verse comes that we quote all the time. That really has to do with attitude. Say it with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 90% is attitude. Okay? It's not all a change of everything. Oh, if it could just get better. If it could just get fixed. Yeah, I like fixing stuff. Okay? I'm a fixer. Okay? Sometimes things, things can't get fixed. It is what it is. And I'm going to have to deal with it. Amen? Say. And that's where that attitude comes in. And this is either going to be a battlefield where I'm going to fight, fight, or I'm going to play. And I'm going to lay back. Oh, whatever. 
cool. It's okay. Okay? Or I'm going to play like I can go down a path that I think I can recover from. Sometimes you get a bad attitude. It's hard to recover from it. Amen. Say. And by the way, some people get sick of it. They're sick of it. And they will leave you and leave you with your bad attitude. Yes or no? And a bad attitude will make you sick. You ever got sick because you just, you just had a bad attitude? I and mean, you just started thinking, come on, don't lie to me. Some of you got sick. Grief. Sometimes I think I'm preaching in heaven. Come on. Come on. I know I ain't there yet. Come on. Here we go. So attitude is a battlefield where I'm going to fight or it's going to be a playground where, well, whatever. Amen. How was Germany? Was it good? Good to have you back, buddy. Praise the Lord. Attitude. What is attitude? It's the, tr- it's the real man of our true self. That's scary, isn't it? It's the real man of our true self. And yet we make excuses. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean it. Well, why do you keep doing it? Why does it keep showing up every time? Because it's the real man of our what? Of our true self. Attitude. It's our best friend or our worst what? Are you getting it today? You feel like, man, I came to church. He is whooping us again. Come on. Attitude, it's more honest and consistent than our words or our speeches. If you want to know what really real is, look at your attitude. Yeah, but I'm saying this, and I'm so spiritual, and I'm all that. But yeah, but who are you? This is Satan. Boy, Satan loves you to give your little talks and just, yeah, yeah. But have that stinking attitude. You didn't mind that. Attitude. It's our outlook based on our what? That's why you need to be in the Word. You need the Word. Because you don't know the past. You know the past you've lived. But you don't know the past that He has lived. You don't know what He's done for you unless you're in the Word. You don't know how he walked with other people and how he gave them strength. That can be your strength. Amen? Or you can keep living on the past and the past. Now, some past experiences you did very well with. But God wants, you're more than a conqueror now in Christ Jesus. Amen? You can do all things. Come on, attitude. Attitude is not content until it's it's what? That's the way attitude is. I mean, it just really ain't happy till it can go ahead and show itself. Isn't that right? Say. Now we try. We try to hold it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We try to hold it back. But it feels so good when we just let it out. And then we're royally, you know what? Messed up. Amen? Because that's the way attitude is. Attitude draws people what? To us, or it does what? Drives them. Now, these are some of my favorite quotes. I didn't write these. I wish I had. I'd be famous now. Amen? But the thing is, how many like to spend time? Let's do a real honest checkup. You just love spending time with people with a really, really, really bad attitude. Can I see your hand? 
How many certain people, though, you don't, you don't know them, but they've got such a good attitude, you cherish the little time you get with them, you know, don't you? It's just such a good thing, just even if it's a little bit of time. Amen? That's what I want us to reproduce here on this campus over and over and over again. When people come, they're going to get a smile. They're going to get love. They're going to get a good attitude. That doesn't mean that we don't come with our baggage and our trouble, and we can share that. But we don't want to be that little whatever that Charlie Brown character was. Who was that? Was it Lioness? Who all had that cloud over him all the time? Or was it Pigpen? It was one of them. I don't want to be that. Here we go. Attitude is the speaker of our present. It's the prophet of our what? Tells us right where we are right now. But I'm going to tell you something. We don't think it, but that bad attitude, because Satan is at work, it's going to be our future. You think having a bad attitude is going to accomplish you a great future? Say but that's what we do. We think intimidation. I can be ugly. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, I counseled a guy, and he was really ugly to his wife, mean to his wife, all the time, and this is going to give him a happy marriage. Well, no, they're split up now, and it's over. Because it was the prophet of his what? It was the prophet of his future. It was his present attitude, and it became the prophet of his future because she couldn't take it anymore. Amen, say. This is rough, some of it. The devil's battlefield. I have an adversary, the devil, who wants to knock me off course. We looked at 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. We're going to come back later and pick up 6 and 7. But this most famous verse in the Bible on, on Satan, this is it. Say it with me. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because you're adversary the devil as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour i just find it so uncanny that verse eight shows up after verses one through five six and seven that is his battlefield our attitude y'all hear me today come on the most effective way to knock me off course is through my what it used, that's where it is. If I keep a good attitude, I, I, can, I can just keep plugging. But if I get that attitude sour, man, I can get sidelined. Amen? Attitude. The enemy's plan is to derail my life. This is his plan. That's Satan's plan. He will use my attitude. He tries to break my spirit and mess me up on the inside. This is Satan's plan. We're talking about standing and fighting Satan. It has to do with attitude. This is his plan. He wants to mess me up on, in, on the inside. When you have a bad attitude, where are you messed up at? On the inside. That's his plan. I'm not saying you're not dealing with reality. These hard things come in your life. But are you going to succumb and let him mess you up on the inside? Or is greater is his in me than he that's in the world. See the difference? Yes or no? I can do all things. Abound, a base, a lot, a little, tough, easy. You're not going to derail me on my inside, Satan. You may as well get behind me. It ain't happening. Amen? Come on. What's his plan? To distract me from what? That's Satan's plan. He does not want me to succeed. By trying to turn my focus from prospering, whatever that might be. I'm not talking about getting rich. 
I'm talking about whatever the situation is, you getting through successfully. He does not want you to do that. He wants you rather to have a what? A pity party. Have you done really? Some people are great at pity parties. They get a lot out of them. Excuse me, I don't want to be ugly. I think a lot of people in this country are getting checks every month because instead of working, they're having a pity party. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay? I love helping people, and I love a country that helps people. But on the other hand, sometimes you'll just have a better attitude and get off your rear end. Amen. Say. But we do that because having a pity party is successful because we can intimidate people. We can manipulate people, and it actually works. It doesn't work with Satan. He's got you right where he wants you. He wants to distract you. Prospering. What is prospering? Let's go back and review what Jesus thought prospering was in Philippians. Prospering is to what? Is to what? Is to what? Is to what? That's prospering, not what the TV preachers tell you. Send me a check and you're going to get rich. That wasn't Jesus. Jesus didn't even have a place to lay his head. Was he not a fail? Was he a failure or was he a success? Come on. The enemy's plan, number three, is to discredit me in my own what? Mind. By trying to convince me that I am what? Powerless and I have no hope. I have no future. I don't matter. I have no value. And boy, when that happens, it's rough, ain't it? Say, you feel like you're in a counseling session again, don't you, today? It's the truth, isn't it? That's what the Bible's for. The Bible's to help us, the way we think, the way we live, who we are. Amen? Attitude. This is his plan. I'm not powerless. I am not powerless under any circumstance that I go through. Y'all hear me? Well, what would happen if this happens? I've been to a lot of this happens in my life. I've been there a little bit. Not that I have all the experience. I never thought I'd get the call and say, my mother had been murdered. I did. It killed me. I look back on it. It's made me a better person. It was evil what happened to her. But it's made me a better person, a better pastor, a better father. I could either embrace God's presence through all that, His help through all that, share my experiences, get help. Or I could just have a bad, bitter attitude the rest of my life that, God, you're picking on me. How could you let that happen to my mother? How many know what I'm talking about? Or I can have this attitude that says, you'll never leave me nor forsake you. You'll never leave me nor forsake me. Amen? Attitude. Attitude. And there's a scripture, I guarantee it, for anything you're going through. Amen? If you don't know the Bible, go to Romans 8, 28 today and just hang on right there. And we know all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Amen? I can make it through any crap that comes my way. Amen? I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. You can, too. If you're excuse-making today or if in your mind you're going, yeah, but you don't understand. Yeah, but you don't understand. Yeah, but you don't understand. You don't understand that you have an enemy and God loves you and you can make it. Amen? Come on. Keep looking. The enemy's plan is to cause what? Dysfunction in my spirit by trying to paralyze me with what? Fear and anxiety. You might say, where is this at? Well, it's all right here in 1 Peter. You're going to see here in a minute. 
This whole passage, in my opinion, in my view, strong view, has been about attitude. The greatest verse, one of the greatest, most powerful verses on Satan is found right here where it's with our attitude. He wants to paralyze me with fear. Do you function real well when you're scared? Say. Do you function real well when your insides are turning so much that you can't even, I mean, just your stomach just reeling? You've been there before? Say. Yes or no? See, you ain't in heaven, are you? Okay? We won't have that up there, thank God. We got a lot of problems. Attitude, battlefield, or a playground. Here's God's plan. That was Satan's plan. Let's pick up 6 and 7. We did 1 through 5. We did verse 8. Let's pick up verse 6 and 7. Satan's out to eat my lunch. This is his plan to screw me up and my attitude. Verse 6. Humble yourself. Therefore, let's say that loud. Humble Can we say that again for all the arrogant folks in the building today? Here we go. Humble yourself under the what hand? You might be bigger and badder than me, but you ain't bigger and badder than him. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Get this down. That he may do what? I might be low right now. I might be in a hole right now. I might be in a ditch right now. But I'm going to humble myself. And I know, God, you're going to pick me up. I don't know if it's going to be today, tomorrow, next year, 20. I have no idea. But me and you, you're, you're faithful to me. And I'm going to remain faithful and constant to you. Keep my faith in you, Lord. This is how, that's what the Bible's telling us. And then this one of these great, the greatest verse, in my view, again, on anxiety in the Bible. This is it. On fear. When you're so stressed, what do I do? Look at it. Verse 7. Would you say that with me? Casting all your care upon Him, Jesus, because He does what? Wow. Isn't that a great verse? That word care is the word anxiety. Amen? How many know that old hymn? Karen, do you remember this song? All your anxiety... All your care bring to the mercy seat. Leave it there. Never a burden that he could not bear. Never a friend like Jesus. Came from that scripture. All your anxiety. Amen. Let's praise him for that. Let's praise him for that. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Beautiful. Amen. So, so attitude, I'm not going to be all day, I'm about done now. Attitude, am I about done, Raj? Thank you, buddy. He cuts me off back there. Here we go. We've been talking about attitude today. Attitude is either a battlefield, the battlefield of the devil is going to be a playground where, I don't, where I'm just playing. Be careful playing because it really is a battlefield. Y'all hear me or not? This bad attitude you can get, letting that creep in, that's exactly what Satan's plan is. It is a battlefield. We've seen that. We've seen the importance of attitude. We've seen Satan goes about as a roaring lion, seeking to devour us. We've seen his tactics, how he does it, his plan. Verse number 9. We've done 1 through 8. Verse 8 was the devil verse. Whom what? 
Resist how? In the what? Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren than in the whole world. One of the number one things we do with our attitude is you don't understand. You don't understand what I'm going through. This verse says, pop it back up. This verse says, whatever you're going through, don't make excuses. Don't make excuses about getting yourself going down a bad attitude path. Here's, the, here's what the Bible says. Resist. Resist that stuff. How do I resist it? Steadfast. Strong effort. Give it all you got. In the what? In Jesus. In your belief. In your faith, man. You don't have to be like that. Stop. But our attitude is, so often, I, I, we give ourselves a pass because, you see, you don't understand what I'm going through. I've got it harder than you. I'm at a different level in this church. By that, I'm not above you. But I am privy to things you're not. I'm privy to people who've come into my office and unloaded the laundry. So don't be fooled by the devil thinking that person sitting over here, over here, over here, over here hasn't gone through a whole lot more than you've gone through. What's that going to do? Comparing ourselves one to another, the Bible says, is not what? Wise. Comparing ourselves one to another is not what? Wise. Okay, so what? You've had it worse than me. You feel better now? Or do you want help? You want strength. Amen? That's what this is talking about. It's a big message on fighting the devil today. I'm not upset with you. I want to help you. This is God's word. So how do we resist the devil? With steadfastness. The dictionary says a firm, unwavering, unchanging, unflinching what? Yeah. And it starts right here with our attitude. Amen? We think it's changing churches or marrying a different woman or a man. Get in a boat. You're just fooling around, Jack. It's all about you. You got the problem. Amen? And Satan's got your number. I have faith in God. I know that what I'm going through, others have already come through, and they have what? You think people's been through what you're going through? You think there's anybody in the church, in the world, that's ever gone through what you're going through, and they actually made it through and are succeeding? Absolutely. You need to think that way. Not that nobody else is going through it. Think about all the others that have succeeded. Think about Hebrews chapter 11, the great cloud of witnesses that are up there cheering us on, that are saying, you can make it, man, because we made it. Amen? Come on. That's what the Bible teaches. Verse 10 and 11. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you do what? Suffer a while, he make you what? That word is mature, complete. How many would say, Pastor Gary, through my problems in my life, I have actually become a stronger, more mature, more complete person? Can I see your hand? See there? That's what the Bible says. This stuff ain't far out. It's right on. After you suffer a while, he's going to make you mature. Not going to make you mature if you have the bad attitude. He can't. 
Without faith in him, it's impossible to please him. It's impossible for him to reward you with bad faith and no faith at all or a bad attitude. Don't blame it on God. He put it straight up. I can't, I can't bless you if you don't believe in me. Amen. I will strengthen you. I'll establish you. I'll settle you. Isn't that a great word, settle you? Isn't that a beautiful word? Isn't that a beautiful word? That speaks to verse uh, 7. All that anxiety. All that fear. I'm going to trust in you. You remember how hard it was maybe in your life where you had such a bad attitude? And it was because things were rough. But laying down finally and being able to sleep? I know what that feels like. Wow. And I'm a doer. And I'm a fixer. I'm the worst person for this sermon today. Because I think I can do all things through Gary. And I can't. I was working out the other day in the yard for several hours. I kept drinking water, 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 water. I was so proud of myself because I can't stand it. And I would come in and rest and sit in front of the fan. I'd go back out. felt like a weakling. And later in the day, I got so sick. My body all cramped up, my ribs. It took me back, actually, to some sickness I'd been having before. I really screwed myself up, Lynn. Because Gary can't do everything. And Gary's not the Gary I used to be. Right? Say. And Gary's got to quit being an idiot. Correct? Sometimes attitude is, is also just not a bad attitude. It's an attitude that, that thinks you can do something when you can't. It's you being bigger than you are. It's coming to terms with reality that this is where you are now in life. Amen? Come on. I love this last verse. To him be what? And what? For what? Amen. Is that your attitude? To God be the glory forever and ever, forever and ever. Praise be the name of the Lord. Amen? The God of all grace has called me into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. We saw that in that verse. I will suffer and I will face struggles. But with God's help, I will grow into maturity. I will be what? Grounded. I will gain what? Strength. I will be what? Glad and at peace. And guess what? This is my opinion. That's what, that's what attitude is. You want to know what Clark believes? I believe the Bible. You don't know what I believe? I believe what I put on the screen today. If you see me with a bad attitude, you know I'm doing something that I don't believe. Why are you doing something, Gary, you don't believe? Say, this is what I want to believe. This is me. This is how I can fight the fight. Amen. This is my opinion. This is my feelings. This is my what? See, my posture is not, look at my great posture. The posture right here is standing with your feet dug in and fighting the devil till hell freezes over. That's your posture. Is that your attitude? Is that your attitude? 
Amen. This is my what? Attitude. Now, I think we got one last one. Battlefield or playground. Amen. Attitude, battlefield or playground. Stand and fight. Amen. And I just wanted God to get all the credit. God gets all the credit for our good, our, our attitude. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's a good word today. I needed that. I don't care who you are today. That can help you. Amen. Come on. Come on. Let's get up on our feet. Hang in here with me. Don't have a bad attitude. Run out of here.